There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Okay, everybody, welcome back. We are now here in the way that I prefer to enjoy haunted houses without characters. <laughs> Can't make any promises. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're here with someone who is an incredible resource for everything that is haunted houses and Halloween Horror Nights. Ramon is with us. He started off as a character, and now he is behind the scenes designing the scary things. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so glad you guys are here to experience all the fun things that Halloween Horror Nights 32 has to offer. Woo! Yeah, 32 <laughs> years, which is incredible. I yeah. was just telling Ramon, my brother went to the first one, mm -hmm. and yesterday we ripped through here and had the best time. Some of us don't have voices. That's why I sound like this. <laughs> but yes, now Jem can do it in her way. So my first question for you, which yeah. is incredible. You obviously love Halloween Horror Nights. Yes. How much time? does it take to prepare all this for October? Ooh, so it's now an over uh, a one year process. So wow. we usually start 13, 14 months in advance. So we started concept for 2024 back in July. So that gives you a little bit of an idea how far in advance we start planning these things, right? Um, the, the, the brainstorming sessions that we have are so, so fun because we just all get into a small room and just throw ideas on the board and kind of piece things together. And it's so, so cool. And then the ideas like this house, like one of our original houses, Dueling Dragons, come to life, right? Uh, and then once you have that core idea, you start developing it and you start designing it. And you start thinking of the scene by scenes and the characters and the environments and all that stuff. So it's a really cool process that is pretty extensive, uh, but that's what makes it so great. And where where's the beginning of the process? Is it like, okay, we there's this really scary idea or we find a universally scary thing like we yeah. were talking about earlier. Is it like, okay, so we know that clowns will scare pretty much everybody. Yeah, and then yeah. you go from there? Yeah, totally. So we think of uh, tropes and things that are, that are well known in the horror genre, things like clowns, vampires, uh, demons, skeletons, things like that. And we're like, okay, how can we HHNify it? How can we yeah. make a story out of this? How can okay. we take these characters and do something cool and different with them, right? 
Vamp 69, for example, we have this Vamp franchise where we get to kind of dive into some decades and have some camp and some fun. Mm. Uh, so we love putting unique twists on uh, horror classics. Like yes, that. I will yeah. say also the gays representation. There were many yeah, yeah. characters serving out there yep, this they year. Were. I saw absolutely. some bogeys. Yes, yes, yes. I saw, I love it. I was living. I was like, ah, yes. yes. Absolutely. We love inclusion here. We're all about that. Yeah. And yeah, by the way, yeah. if you want to invite me to one of those meetings, I told you guys, I've been thinking of ideas. Taxes. I'll see what I can do. No. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. So where are we're standing inside of the Dueling Dragons Choose Thy Fate house, yes. which has one of the coolest features I've seen in a house, yeah, which is that yeah. at some point you have to literally choose yeah, yeah. left or right. Yes, that's a callback to, uh, we've done that in HHN's past. Like we've had uh, different paths Ooh. that our guests can choose, but we haven't done it in quite some time. It's like the 90s, I think it was the last wow. time we did it. So this, that, that's a cool callback for our old school HHN fans, yeah. right? Uh, but we knew when we were doing this idea, this property that we had to do that part of the story justice, right? We had Absolutely. to give people the opportunity to choose from one of two paths. Uh, yeah, this idea was very ambitious, as you can tell. Yeah. Uh, and we're so happy with how it was executed. And it seems like our guests are, too. Yep. So, uh, well. It's incredible. Even me. Yeah. I mean, I'm... Even Emily, me! <laughs> even me, who's scared by yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I grew up coming here. I grew up riding the Dueling Dragons ride. Yeah, yeah. And so it was really exciting. I chose fire. Yeah, we chose fire. But I, I wonder, think, though, okay. how much does it vary between fire and ice? So there's four endings in total, oh. which is crazy. So depending on when you come in the night, if you choose fire, you might see Merlin at the end, and he's like, you've done it, you're triumphant. What? Or if you go through fire, you might see the warlock who yep. shows you Merlin's severed head, right? Aww. Same with the ice side. So there's four possible sides. So uh, there's a lot of uh, replayability, right? There's a lot of wow. uh, incentive for our guests to come back to come and back. try to get yeah. a different ending. Yeah. Absolutely. Before we move on to the next part, because we're going to show you guys different parts of this amazing house. Um, this I've been wondering for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. In between scares, what are the characters doing? Ooh, so <laughs> the way our system works, we have 21 to 22 scare actors in a cast when you're going through a haunted house. And they are activating their scares with their triggers, which are the foot pedals or the hand pedals that they activate to initiate the lighting sequence, to initiate the audio. And they are hitting those triggers and doing their scares every three to four seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have to be switching out. They can't be in there yeah, the whole. So they're night. on for forty-five minutes at a time. So wow. okay, but a tremendo they... forty-five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, they, they like it. They have fun. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I have to but tell it's, you, uh, it's a it's a really our scare actors. Truly, we say this all the time, but they are the the lifeblood of our event. Right without them we have these cool designs and these cool ideas right. but they are the ones that bring it to life my favorite part of the process is the rehearsal process when the scare actors come in because you see them bring these ideas to life and they they bring a wave of energy that takes us to the to the to the opening gates you know what i mean mm -hmm. <laughs> this is incredible i can definitely see myself doing doing something like that i don't know so much oh, no, about now being she's gonna on make the other side <laughs> <laughs> she's like actually Good luck. career change <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well Listen, i'm we... here for it i support you thank you, thank you thank if you. anybody can teach us this ramon i, I want a one-on-one -on -one scream class with you <laughs> done I'm sure there has to be some trick to the scare, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. We have tricks of the trade that we've been doing for 32 years, you know, wow. and our, our rehearsal process is very cool to see the performers grow and get comfortable in their scares after we give them a little bit of guidance and stuff. It's really cool. I'm going to scare camp, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we move to another location, this sure. epic house? Yeah, if there's something it. hiding, I'm going to kill you, okay? <laughs> no promises, no promises. Let's oh go, guys. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we have moved to one of the most beautiful rooms I've seen, which granted, when you go through the house, if you really look, you can see some of these details, but this is truly amazing because 
what we're seeing now in the light and just everything that's put together is an incredible vision. So obviously we want to go through the houses multiple times if you come to Horror Nights yeah. so that you can catch all these things and look for yeah, different things. Yeah, absolutely. What's up with all these trinkets and stuff in this room? Where are we standing right now? So this is a very important room to the story of this house. So in this room we see Merlin's spell book, right? Mm-hmm. And we see two warlocks. We have one friend here and one friend that'll pop out right here. <laughs> and they're literally dueling and fighting over control of the spell book, right? Merlin has been uh, captured and transformed into the Enchanted Oak and these two oh. opposing warlocks of fire and ice are, are going at it and trying to capture his spell book uh, but what they don't know is that they're about to be turned into ferocious dragons uh, taking the war to a whole another level right uh, but yeah this this scene is absolutely gorgeous we got these stained glass windows we have Merlin here in one of the windows uh, represented Amazing. where uh, this is exactly how he looks later in the house when you see him in the flesh uh, so this is one of many very very cool scenes in this house this is incredible I noticed that we were when we were entering the haunted house we were walking through and oak yes and i yes. couldn't tie it together and now yeah. i finally have and if you listen closely you can hear merlin talking to you through the enchanted oak that was oh. of course yeah. Yeah, 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 of yeah. course you know sounds are such a big part of haunted um, houses yeah. and i know that now as a guest who's experienced it and i was scared by characters i was scared by thumps over the speaker <laughs> <laughs> how do you guys curate the sounds for haunted house oh, our audio design process is so so fun we have a library of of sounds screams growls that we've used for years and years and years but every year we get to record new content too oh, wow. we get to we get to kind of tap into our, our wonderful pool of actors here at Universal for voiceover stuff and oh, things like awesome. that so yeah that's one of my favorite parts of the process is the audio design process yeah. uh, and it's always so so cool to be a part of absolutely technology is changing every day mm-hmm. and and we almost can't keep up how yeah. do you sort of incorporate the new changes in technology Ooh, every year as yeah. the houses change like truly we I mean, this is a this yes. is yes. Look, yes. This yeah. is truly we make strides every year both behind the scenes and within the designs of the haunted houses a really cool thing that our designers do our scenic designers do is that once they have the first model of a house complete on a computer program mm. they walk us through the model on VR goggles oh, my oh yeah, gosh. yeah it's that's a really cool thing we've been doing over the oh. last like two or three years and truly it's game changing for us because th- we're talking January February we're able to walk through, through the, the house, haunted house and feel what the structure feels like right wow. uh, so that's an example of how we're kind of tapping into technology to really push the boundaries of what we do but uh, within the designs of the houses like you said the costume design of this house we have really cool lighting elements yeah. we kind of yes. took inspiration from our Mardi Gras parade with the, with those nice. lighting elements and stuff like that uh, and being able to do things like that just takes again the storytelling of an experience like this to the to the next level that floored me the lighting under the clothes because you're getting scared but that's what I love about these houses you're having an artistic experience I've never seen anything like that yeah. where yeah. actual people are moving around and it looked like they were glowing from the inside yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outrageous. I didn't know they were people. They did a, <laughs> you're like, I, I thought they were AI. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were real. So, I mean, I thought he was real last night. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, huh, he's just... He is real. He just has a long gig. He stands there the whole night. Um, he's got a case of the Mondays, you know? He's just, yeah. he's just like... <laughs> Are you allowed to tell us the little secret that you were telling me on the way here about some of the things in this room? Ooh, yeah. So there are a lot of Easter eggs in all of our houses, but especially this house, right? Ooh. So one thing directly besides this, if you look closely at the spell book, 
there's a very familiar symbol right here. That is actually Dr. Oddfellow's symbol. Oh. So, yeah, so Dr. Oddfellow really is uh, woven into every aspect of this year's event. He's in the scare zones, he's in the houses, he has his own house. Uh, but that's a cool little Easter egg there, right? Um, for fans of the original Dueling Dragons attraction, there are a lot of scenic elements and decor elements that were uh, that are repurposed from the original attraction. Oh, my heart. Yeah. And these are, these are some really really cool details that our guests can get if they do our Unmasking the Horror Tours. Ooh. So our Unmasking the Horror Tours are daytime tours where guests can come with the lights on, no scare actors. Uh, <laughs> That's where I will be. there's a tour guide who, who takes you through the houses scene by scene and runs you down a list of Easter eggs Love in that. each scene and kind of brings things to life that you would never really catch if you're just coming through on a night, right? So, so is the way to do it, you go to the houses first and then you do that the next day? Or I think so, yeah. yeah. A lot of people do the Unmasking the Horror Tours and then go to the event, which does work, but I, in my opinion, I think it's great if you can come to the event and the next day do a tour to kind of get some more context for everything you just saw the night saw. before yeah. yes. okay yeah. alright well look over there so that I can grab one of these items from the, <laughs> <laughs> the original ride in our own world we'll be taking the Iceman <laughs> well cool. that's amazing this is incredible alright guys we are trucking on to the next room we still have not been scared so we're still nice to Ramon <laughs> <laughs> I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Well, 
we are now standing in between what seems like fire and what seems like ice, although it is cold in here, so <laughs> there ain't no fire. Um, something that I noticed uh, when I'm walking through is that where the characters are hiding has to be a complete other web, right? Because we can't see where they are before yeah. they scare. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about how you plan, like, the behind, the, how do you make it so that yeah. we can't see where they're hiding? So designing the boo hole we like call them boo holes so boo the performance hole. spaces of our performers are boo holes a lot of fun right so <laughs> designing uh, the placement of boo holes in all of our scenes truly that part of the process takes quite a bit of time because we are constantly trying to trick uh, our HHN fans right because our HHN fans they know and love our traditional scares like the mirror gags and stuff like that and we're constantly trying to uh, uh, design scenes in a way where it's like, let's do something a little bit different. Let's place this scare in a different spot. Let's divert someone's expectations this way, right? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So we, we, uh, like I said, we have twenty-one to twenty-two performers in a cast, so we try to spread it out pretty evenly. But some scenes call for more scares than others, right? Um, and we have different kinds of scenes. So in the uh, scares, uh, in this scene, we have what we call performers that live in scene. Mm -hmm. So we have a knight here and a knight over there who are pretending to be statues, like they're frozen in place, and then they come to life for a scare. Yeah, right. I met that one. I yeah. met that one. <laughs> yeah. We have history. Yeah. So thematically, for a scene like this, where we're in the middle of the war and we're seeing these knights who are uh, uh, have been affected by either fire or ice, we could play with an idea of like, okay, let's have these performers instead of popping out of their boo holes, live in scene and pretend like they're statues wow. to come to life for a scare. Right? Classic HHN scare, but we did it in a way that serves the story. So yeah, it's a very intricate process to figure out what the scares look like in in all the scenes. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be like in a couple years because. There was a house that literally I was walking by a wall and it just looked like a completely benign wall. It was painted. I saw it with my own eyes. It had paint on it. Yep. And then it literally t turned into gl glass. Yeah. It like yes. poofed into glass and I saw a character yeah, yeah, in yeah, her yeah. boo hole. <laughs> and I'm like, that was just a wall. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely getting someone very who's clever, been here very a clever. lot. It's, it's evolving. Yes, over yes, the years. yes, yes. Oh my absolutely. Goodness. Okay, so curious. Yeah. There are 10 houses this year, correct? Correct, yes. And how is it that you gauge the success of a haunted house? Do you have like scream machines picking up <laughs> on the screams? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. it feedback? How do you know? Yeah, so we, we, we definitely tap into online feedback. We, we take a look at socials and see what people are saying on socials. We also have surveys that people can take at the exit of the, exit of the park. So they can ah. kind of, uh, at the end of their night, take a survey and kind of rank their houses and say, tell us what they like the most, right? Uh, but also, our team is here on the nightly. So I've actually mm. worked every single night of the event this year so oh far. Oh my gosh. Which really so fortunate for that uh but uh so yeah we're here on the nightly and we we walk through we we cheer our performers on but we're also kind of gauging how things are looking and how the houses and streets are evolving right mm. uh, uh how we uh, uh the houses that we see at the beginning of the run to now are two totally different experiences because our performers grow yeah we add wow. things to the houses sometimes right so oh, it's so, so cool to them. see yeah sometimes we'll add and change little things uh but but it, it's cool to see the experiences evolve and that's kind of a perk of of our jobs because we get to be here on the nightly and, and kind of see that process which yeah. is really cool if somebody um can't do the daytime tour right but they want to get some information on the houses like i think it's really cool to inform people to read up on the story yeah. at least or yeah, get yeah, ready yeah. for what they're walking into is there yeah. somewhere that people can read that yeah stuff? absolutely so um you can dive pretty deep if you're really interested in this stuff, right? But if you just want to get an idea of what the houses are, what the content is, you can obviously go to universalorlando.com slash Halloween slash HHN. Um, but we also have, for all of our uh, original 
houses and streets, we have intricate backstories and we have podcasts that dive deeply into the backstories of the characters and stuff from some of our original houses and streets. I got to uh, thankfully write one of those this year, which is really, really cool. Come on, on Darkest Deal, which is awesome. Uh, uh, so yeah, our, our team loves diving deeply into the original content like yeah. that. We, we we thrive. We love bringing the IPs to life, right? And bringing famous uh, popular properties to life. But we we really love delving into the original yeah. content. So if you're uh, someone who's interested in HHN, you're not sure if you can go and you really want to read up on it and stuff, there's so much lore and backstory that you can dive into with our podcast and on our website and all that good stuff. So there's a lot, there's a lot to take in. So can you tell us a little bit about where we are? Yeah, so we are in what we call the frozen hallway, right? Uh, obviously, you see uh, remnants of, of, of burnt uh, char here and stuff like that. Uh, Fire Dragon's been through here and he's kind of let go, let, 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 let some flame loose here on, <laughs> on the poor frozen nights. Uh, but also the ice dragons come through, right? So uh, something really cool that we do in a lot of our haunted houses is what we call shadow play, which is video effect with silhouette. Mm. And ah, this scene yes. has a really cool silhouette effect where when you walk in uh, to your left over here, you can see a video element of a dragon flying by but then immediately after that video element finishes you see the shadow up above oh, of, wow. of the dragon kind of coming this way and then you see a fog blast as if he is uh attacking the knights that are here so that's oh. an example of how we kind of combine elements to, to to tell a story and to to create a cool effect yeah, in our you scenes really, you really bring it to life yeah, yeah. so yeah. we're we're here in a big studio space yes. correct yeah because yeah. that was something that i didn't realize until we walked in here today mm -hmm. i'm like wait a minute this is familiar and you have yeah. more than one haunted house in some of your studios yeah yeah so we uh we have our soundstage houses right this is one of our soundstage houses this is in soundstage 24 uh but what's really cool is that this house shares a Space with another house, which is Yeti Campground Kills. Oh, Jem didn't like that one. <laughs> you know what? For, for what it's worth, it, it was incredible. <laughs> yeah. It really did yeah, an incredible yeah, yeah. job at scaring me. Yeah. When you said that there was 21, 22 scare actors about every house, I'm like, there's no way. There were like 50 Yetis there last <laughs> you night. Jem with the Yeti. Yeah. Jem is Yeti. That's yeah. awesome. Love to hear that. Love to hear so that. So that's behind this one. Correct. They're kind of side by side. And, and a cool thing that we love to do every now and then is go up on the catwalks, oh, right? Wow, and just yeah. watch from above and you see these oh. two worlds kind of coexisting side by side it's the coolest it's so cool when we have uh the opportunity to put two houses in one space like this uh it's a testament to how great it is to be able to host an event like this on universal orlando property yeah, yeah. we have sound stages we have sprung tents in the back of the park we have yeah. parade buildings it's so cool uh that we get to transform these backstage areas into into our haunted houses what's here when the houses aren't so sound stages are used year round for a multitude of things, right? Um, they can be break spaces for for cast. They can be used for productions, right? So uh, our production team kind of always has some stuff going on with with the sound stages, and we're we're actively using them in different ways awesome. until we have to start constructing our house. Yeah, <laughs> so we have one week off, then you're out. Cram <laughs> yeah. it all in, and then we well, I have another idea. In that week, you could do a roller rink in here, haunted roller rink. Oh my gosh! Listen, hey, hire pitch, me. No, I'm she's ready. really good. This you're is, on the this ball. is your you're girl. On the ball. This Listen, is your girl. For a Monday morning, you're you're you're. <laughs> Ideas are flowing. And last night we <laughs> last night we were here until two a.m. <laughs> no, it's inspiring. I got inspired. It really yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, inspire yeah. us. Thank you. Thank I will you. say this. I think fear is uh, contagious. Yeah. Because when I was walking through the haunted houses last night, now that I realize we're in a sound stage and mm -hmm. there were other people walking through, yeah. I was getting scared based off other people's screams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh my god, everyone's screaming. <laughs> we're not okay. <laughs> We're okay. There's we're a fine, kinetic right? energy, definitely, that you can feel the moment you walk into a haunted house, right? If you can yeah. hear 
10 people ahead of you losing their minds. You're like, oh my Ooh, God, what is up ahead? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm feeling next. that energy. And next thing you know, I'm screaming my, my head off. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, well, I, I like that you said that the fear is contagious, but yeah. so is the laughter that comes out. Yeah, oh, for so sure. So what we love the most about HHN <laughs> is what follows the screams, which is the laughter, right? At the end of the day, we want to make a huge Halloween party where people can come, get scared, don't get me wrong, we definitely delve into the <laughs> horror, but we want people to have fun and enjoy uh, the magic of Halloween. And I think the, the laughters that come with the screams is a big part of that. Well, in yeah. general, also, I think I agree with you so much because we were walking around and we were here during the day and we were like, they closed at five. They opened at eight. Where did all this stuff come <laughs> from? <laughs> I mean, the ambiance in general, the way yeah. you guys use projections on the buildings mm. yeah. to change the feeling of yeah, it, yeah. the food, the names of the food. 100%. The food's amazing. It's incredible. The park transforms, and it's really cool to Completely. see. And that's, Completely. And I mean, that's, that's a testament to uh, the multitude of teams yeah. hundreds of people that come together on yeah. the nightly to get this beast up and running, right? Uh, there's so many uh, unsung heroes that really bring HHN to life that it's such a collaborative process and I think that's why it's so successful. Oh, I, I can tell you, <laughs> even from the first time I came, it would instantly transition from like, ah, to like, ah, like a belly yeah, laugh because yeah. you're almost like, oh my God, you know, yeah. understanding the experience. For sure. But for people like Jem, yesterday we were interviewing, you know, a couple people that were walking in the park Mm -hmm. And my curiosity is always, what is it about getting scared that people like? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it goes hand in hand with horror films, right? Like people love the experience of going to see a horror movie in a theater, right? Yeah. It's it's cathartic in a way. I think uh, 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 challenging yourself and being like, I I, I want to feel what it feels like to be scared by this experience, right? And then the the release of the laughter afterwards is like, oh, I survived that thing, yeah. right? Uh, it's like a it's a, it's it, it kind of delves into human nature, and it's a cathartic thing that I think uh, all horror fans love, right? Yeah. And I, Adrenaline even rush. when you become yeah. desensitized a little bit like me because I walk these things I'm every sure. single night. <laughs> Uh, when I do have those moments where I'm where I'm genuinely frightened, I'm like, wow, that was that was a rush, you know that 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 was cool. Yeah, a rush, um, and then it feels like you got hit by a train. It does. Yeah, <laughs> like does. I could sleep. <laughs> I could sleep for two months right now. I have an yeah, idea. Yeah. I have an idea. Maybe this is 2024, 2025, 2030. Oh, yeah, Who probably. knows? Okay, haunted roller coaster. Ooh, talk about an adrenaline rush. That could be a lot of fun, <laughs> but also very horrifying. Yeah, very horrifying. Also, how you very well, not on the Velocicoaster. <laughs> no, you're not going to be able to no, see anything. No. <laughs> Velocicoaster scary as is. Yeah. It's great as it is. <laughs> well, awesome. Should we move to the next room? I'd love or to. Our next yeah. location. This is incredible. Cool. Let's do it. We're never going to leave. All right, moving on, guys. <laughs> okay, we're back at the, the famed location where... Destiny splits and you can choose to either go to fire yeah. or ice. Yeah. And and I'm so excited to be here because this was a moment that I experienced last night. And of course, you know, she's a Sagittarius, I'm a Leo, we chose fire. <laughs> Can't be mad at that. Can't be mad at that. No, 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 yeah. no, no, not at all. And you know, you guys may not know this, but we've actually been transporting through the haunted house on our spaceship. Ramon has really enjoyed being in space with us. Yeah. A little anti gravity. A lot of fun. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Now, uh, curious, because I do the logistics behind the scenes a lot of the times, yeah. and there are a lot of moving parts to this, like you've mentioned. Yeah. How do you sort of gauge between wanting to do, uh, want to, wanting to have the most successful scare possible and yeah. sort of keeping the, safe, the space safe? Ooh. Yeah, so this is where collaboration really comes into play, because our partners, our production partners, kind of keep us in check. Yeah. Because <laughs> we can get a little crazy with yeah, our ideas. I get right? you. Truly, I get you. like the first versions of these experiences, we're like, we're just throwing everything out there. We're like, in an ideal world, we can do this. And an actual dragon picks you up and flies. Yeah, like, yeah. like, we go crazy, right? But then our production partners are like, okay, love that idea. Let's keep the, the intent of that. Love the enthusiasm. do it in this way. 
it, right? Um, uh, yeah, and, and that's where, again, the collaborative process between our team, our scenic designers, our costume lighting designers, our production partners, um, truly, with, with without any of them, if any of those elements were missing, these experiences wouldn't be what they are, right? Because uh, uh, we might have an idea that in our world makes a lot of sense right, and we right. feel is great for the experience, but big picture wise it's like let's actually do it in this way because that makes a little more sense so how long on average does your walk through a haunted house last mm. Ooh, i want to say it's about four to five minutes or so wow yeah, long average walk time of a haunted house um sometimes it depends on how scared the groups in front of you are right because uh, <laughs> if they're true. bolting through there yeah. like suddenly i'm running about, through this thing too you know yeah. what i mean uh but yeah on average i think i feel like they're like four or five minute experiences so i imagine yeah. you have to account for that right yeah. for those moments where mm. I mean, it's it's our human nature, fight or flight. When yeah. you're scared to run out of there, yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, are the scare actors trained in like dodging humans? <laughs> oh, Especially our street scare actors. They they, oh, yes. they have mastered the art of weaving through sea of Honestly. a sea of people. Um, yeah, our, our, our rehearsal process is so wonderful. Like I said earlier, you get to see our performers bring these experiences to life, but you also get to train them to prepare for a, the beast that is HHN, right? Yeah. It's the biggest Halloween event in the world. We have yeah. the most uh, people coming every year. We kind of top and top uh, the, the amount of guests that we have. Yeah. Uh, so our performers are, are, are trained to give people the most intimate, uh, aggressive scares possible while still keeping themselves and the guests safe. So it's it's the perfect balance of... Uh, of going just far enough, but not too far. Yeah, <laughs> they don't touch you. Just so you know, they're not allowed to. But it doesn't really matter. It feels <laughs> like they, <laughs> touch, feels like they, they touch you on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a question. Yes. I yes. want to know the tea. Okay, if you can spill it. Are the houses brand new every year? Like, are you mm-hmm. you're starting from scratch with the building, with the signs? Yeah. I know, obviously, you had a couple of set pieces and yeah. maybe decoration, but do you ever reuse any of the infrastructure of the houses? Yeah, no. So, so the houses are constructed brand new every single wow. year. Uh, we we definitely reuse and tap into some of our decor elements and stuff like that that we like to put in our houses as Easter eggs for our fans. Where it's like, wait a second, was that thing from that house two or three years yeah. ago? I think it was right, and it kind of gives an incentive for the unmasking the horror tours for our, for our fans to really get a gauge of what things are returning from the past so you keep but, all this um, all of the pre- previous ones yeah so we have a huge warehouse huge with <laughs> a lot of hhn goodness <laughs> Whoa! it is like yeah it's like kid in the candy store it's really cool but we yeah 32 years of history exists in, in one place and we love wow. to kind of tap into there and throw easter eggs into our houses whenever we can yeah. another idea just you know throw them out there um, we do horror, Halloween Horror Nights permanent. You do Halloween Horror World Ooh. and just keep setting up all the old houses in this giant You're, you're speaking to my soul. I know. <laughs> Come on, I'm guys. a Halloween guy. So Come on, up to me. Yeah, I know. Oh, if it were up to us too. Although, yeah. I, like I said, I'd be this character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of growth. A lot of growth. I love to, hear, I love to see it. Yeah. You were scared and now you want to be a scare actor. That's awesome. <laughs> so, Ramon, before we choose our fate, yes, and yes. Um, I'm going to go blue this time. Nice. That was not successful Blizz rock, for me. Yeah, yeah. Choice, choice. Ice. Um, what has been so far? I know you're not you're not quite done yet with yeah. the season. There's a yeah. couple more dates of Halloween Horror Nights, which is great. Boo! I wish it was again forever. <laughs> um, this time around, yeah. what has been either like your favorite moment or your favorite house or your favorite component of a house? Ooh, that's 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 a tricky one to to answer for sure because there's so many different moments that that make you kind of step back and be like, whoa, what we do is pretty cool, right? Yeah. yeah. I think for this year, I think back to opening night. 
mm. being uh, on the other side of the front gates as we were doing our opening moments. So we do our opening ceremonies every year where uh, uh, there's something happening at the front gates that beckons people in, <laughs> right? So we love call it, yeah, the opening ceremonies. Uh, and this year, uh, the opening ceremonies involved uh, Dr. Oddfellow, which is a character that I was involved in creating along with the rest of our team. He's epic. Uh, and, you know, so much love and care and uh, passion was poured into the creation of that character. So to see him kind of take center stage on the very first night of the run and welcome people in and seeing Uh-oh. people's reactions it gave me goosebumps. It gives me goosebumps thinking I have about goosebumps it right, right now. now. Right? It's, that's it's, incredible. That's a moment that stands out to me for sure. But. I love it. <laughs> so as going back to your scare acting days, because I had yeah. I had a hypothesis last night. I was yeah. like, all right, so if you walk out and you look tough, they're like, eh, <laughs> we're not going to be able to scare her. But if you look scared, it's almost like they want to go for you even more because they're like, mm, yeah, yeah. Prime me. Is that how you felt as a character? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Especially as a as a as a streets performer, as a scare actor out in our scare yeah. zones. There's a lot of improv, right? And you have to kind of gauge your audience. And you have to kind of feel the energy of the people that are coming towards you, and kind of base your selection of scares based off of. Uh, people who are scared, right? But there's also an enjoyment of like going after the groups that are like coming through like, oh, I'm not scared of this. And then getting a huge reaction out of them. It's like, ha, gotcha. You Love know that. I mean? gotcha. Do you keep tally? Uh, oh. uh, yeah, a little bit. In my soul and my mind. <laughs> How many souls did yeah. I connected tonight? <laughs> that book over there was just all the people you've scared. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Oh, this has been honestly one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. We're yeah. so far. grateful yeah. for all the insights and you know, teaching us about boo holes. <laughs> and um, please, honestly, I would recommend at least if you're, mm-hmm. even if you're scared, mm-hmm. you have to go to Halloween Horror Nights once in your life. A hundred percent. You have to. There's so much content that truly there's something for everyone to enjoy. Even if you're not a huge fan of horror, I can guarantee you'd come to the event and find something that you love. I had a lot of fun. Just riding the ride that night. Yeah, it's truly. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an experience in and of itself, right? Being able yeah. to go into Diagon Alley at night and, yeah. and, and see the and see the Death Eaters and things like that. Like that's there's so much for for a wide range of people to enjoy. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, my last question for you is: If you're able for the brave souls who've been here with us for this episode, can we get a little bit of a sneak peek about what we can expect next year? Ooh, Ooh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> So I am sworn to secrecy. Yeah. What I can say is okay. expect uh, expect us to up the ante even more. Wow. Right? We love to challenge ourselves with really raising the bar every single year. This year uh, is an all-timer of a year. It's uh, the, the most successful Halloween Horror Nights we've ever had in Ooh, our 32-year history. Congratulations. Thank you. And we're hoping for 33 to be to top even that. That's right? a good number. Um, That's a spooky number. Expect a lot of screams, a lot of laughs. Menacing creatures, yeah, um, and maybe a few tricks up our sleeve. Ah. We'll see. see how he answered that. He's smart. He gave us a ton of information and nothing at all. <laughs> Prepare yep. to be scared at I'm Halloween or trained. Yeah, properly trained. Yep, yep, yep. Yes, you are. Thank you so much once yeah. again. We've had an amazing Truly. time. We've had an amazing weekend. For those of you listening, it's been fun to bring you along the mothership with us. We love mm-hmm. doing these satellite things and mm-hmm. landing and putting a little anti-gravity. Even though, <laughs> you know, my hips hurt, but that's okay. <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. Um, before we leave and we end this incredible time at Halloween Horror Nights, I think we have one last thing to do. We I gotta guess we should. Choose our fate. Well, you know, I'm a creature of habit, so... I'll see you guys later. All right, I'm going nice. Where are you going, Ramon? Uh, I'm going to stand right here and see what happens. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us <laughs> at Halloween Horror Nights. It's in our own world. Yes. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
This podcast is brought to you by Moonflower Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts, visit the iHeart Radio app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.